got my girl, my girl, my lovely co-host here with me. <laughs> Hannah, you want to say hello to the peeps? Hello, peeps. We hope you're having a good day. Britt, how's your day going? It's going good. Honestly, I am so excited for today's episode because I have somebody that somebody to share with our community that one is kind of surprising because she does not fit in our niche of single motherhood, motherhood, uh, or divorce divas. And I know you all will kind of be scratching your head. Like, well, why are you going to bring them on to Hey, 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 welcome back everyone to another episode of untying the knot. I have my one wonderful co-host Hannah here with me. Why don't you say, say what up to the peeps? Well, hello friends. Hello peeps. Britt, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Hannah. I am so excited because we have a, an amazing guest with us today. And I had, when I approached it to you, Hannah, you probably were like, what? Because like, honestly, they don't, she doesn't fit in our niche, but once you kind of hear the story and the connection, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because um, we are a podcast about single motherhood, about you know divorce. But the message that this woman has to share is just so beautiful. And I know it will resonate with, with a lot of our um, listeners. Totally. Well, um, I think it will resonate, but I think it's also going to be super, super helpful and valuable just for you guys to apply to your life. So I'm excited. It's going to be good. Absolutely. And uh, before I kind of introduce her, I want to give a little background of like how I know her. I had said on social media today, I had like dropped a little hint that this guest will like kind of surprise you in the sense of like, I honestly never would have expected this person to not only be on my podcast, but like a person I consider a friend. Um, when I uh, went through my own divorce recovery, I needed those me too moments. Hannah, you and I have talked about that a lot, like finding other women finding a community where you feel validated because a lot of what we're going through is not the normal experience and um we can easily feel slighted or we can easily get in a woe is me um, mindset when we're surrounded by influences that don't really match up to our experiences does that make sense yeah totally totally agree yeah and so when i had gone through it i was just searching i had nobody in my work, in my life, I was the first person to get divorced out of my friends. And I had nobody in my life that I could really like lean on and they could like understand where I was coming from until this person. <laughs> so Mackenzie that is on with us, Mackenzie actually dated, um, my, my ex-husband's brother, which is kind of crazy. And we reconnected because of shared experiences. Mackenzie, uh, you know, whether she, I mean, Mackenzie has probably seen some things that, you know, with, with, uh, with life and things that I went through and she's witnessed it and she's experienced it you know, a little on her. And so it was just one of those moments where I just felt like validated. And I just, I don't know, Mackenzie, can you want to say hi? You're just, you just were so comforting to me. Hi guys. Um, no, thank you so much for That's so sweet. I mean, I feel like you need people that haven't gone through what you've gone through that are willing to sit with you and understand from a very non-judgmental place. And I think that that's way harder to find than people realize um, and I think it was just helpful almost that we weren't super close when you were going through mm -hmm. everything, but it was kind of like, I'm stepping up at this point in time when you need someone and, you know, I understand where you're coming from and I don't have the personal connection that maybe some of your friends were tying that 
relationship and time in your life too. So I think it's yeah it's a unique situation for sure, but uh, definitely. And not. I think you and I, like, I think, I think you'll agree. You and I have, uh, we both have done a significant amount of personal development in our life and um, that we realize that you know, taking off those rose colored glasses. Like if you're listening and you are getting yourself out of a toxic relationship, you have come to like an awakening. Right. And I say, you take off the rose colored glasses and see it for what it is. And, and that's where you provided so much comfort to me in my own journey, because you could, I could lean on you and you could say, yeah, I get it. Like I, I witnessed it or I experienced it, et cetera. So thank you so much for, for being here. Um, I would love if you could kind of tell, tell the peeps like who you are and give us a little insight into, into Mackenzie. All right. Well, I feel like one of the things that Britt and I, like you were just saying, got along so well on was just self-care and taking care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and really just realizing that in order to develop ourselves, it's so much more than just, you know, reading books and things like that. Um, So I actually grew up dancing, which has totally transformed who I am as a person. Um, And it actually made me have some of my best qualities and some of my worst qualities. So I, you know, I'm super dedicated to personal growth because, you know, I was trying to be the best dancer that I could be growing up and I understood dedication to things. uh, But I also stared at myself in a mirror for 25 Mm -hmm. years. And Mm -hmm. that does a lot to a person that's not always the most positive Uh, So I feel like I've really gone through a journey of just discovering what works and what doesn't and kind of how we get these weird expectations in our head, not just from, you know, the sports that we do growing up, but just the world around us and the expectations, especially of women. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that really resonates with me listening to you guys talk every week. Cause like I said, I'm the person that listens to you alone in my kitchen when no one else is around and feel like I'm talking. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Is that like we all are put into these crazy boxes. Like you guys, you know, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be this perfect family. It's supposed to be this Mm -hmm. perfect relationship. And we're supposed to have these perfect fitness journeys. We're supposed to look a certain way. And it's just like, how do we break out of that? And how do we make that not the norm? Like everyone's Mm -hmm. normal is different and that's okay. And you have to take that experience that you have that is uniquely your own into account with everything that you do. Like what works for me for fitness is not going to be the exact same thing as what works for either of you. You've lived a completely different experience. There could Mm -hmm. be a workout that makes you absolutely miserable that I love, (laughs) or that if I need to follow some crazy plan, because I'm the kind of person that loves to follow a plan, that's awesome. And that works for you. But if that makes you crazy and makes you hate it, then why would you follow that just because that's what everyone else is doing? I mean, like every workout does not need to be defined by what we see on Instagram, what we see on TV, like, okay, you don't want to do the Peloton. That's okay. Right. For a walk, like that's allowed. A Peloton is not the only way to get exercise. Yeah. And I think that's, go ahead. You know, it's just what you're saying is something that we talk about as far as like your healing journey or your story or where you're at in life. Like, I can't tell you how many times we've said, you know, it's okay 
Like our, mm-hmm. this is our story. Your story might be different and it's okay. So like, it's just, I think that's why, you know, we wanted you on is because even though you don't have the single mom or the divorce diva story, there's these same uh, similar pieces that you're here to teach and to share that are going to just encourage our listeners. So when I think, it's yeah, I, I think that we kind of, a lot of us have like a traumatic history with our bodies yeah. and our yeah. body image. Mm-hmm. So I think that that kind of ties into it too. I mean, I can catch myself. And I was actually telling Britt this the other day, I got an Apple watch for Christmas and I was so excited about it. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. But I can like catch myself like determining my worth based on whether or not I close the rings yeah. on my iWatch. And I'm like the opposite of that person. Like I would never tell you that you need to do that. But then I catch right. myself looking at this like, oh, I didn't do it. And yeah. it's like, no, like that is the opposite of what I believe in. Yeah. So also take it as everything that I say, I have to teach myself every single day. Like it is always going to be a journey. It's not linear. It takes yeah. a lot of where is this thought coming from? Why do I feel that way? And how do I fix it? Um, so just, just letting you know that I have not figured it all out. <laughs> I have the same struggles every day too, but I think we need to normalize that. I mean, yeah. like you would look at me and be like, oh, this girl works out every day. She's got it. Like, no, I catch <laughs> myself all the time thinking it's not enough. It's not good enough. I mean, and I think we need to talk about that. Totally. And I think you're making, I think you've made a great point with going through struggles and stuff too. Something that we have touched on recently and that we've done recently on the podcast here is a weekly win and woe. And, you know, kind of like a peak and a valley of, of your week. And I would love if you could share that with us, just kind of something really good and maybe something that's not so great that has, you know, helped you grow as a person. What, what would you say that is for you? Let's see. Um, I feel like my win has been, I finally am feeling good. I feel like I went through like a bit after the holidays where, um, like I got my booster shot and I was just out and I just was like, my body just didn't feel right. And I feel like this is the first time in a little while that I'm like feeling good. My workouts feel good again. Like everything is just back on track. So that is definitely my win. This Um, And then I would say my woe would just be, there's been a lot of stress and just like emotional things this week that have been tough. So just kind of figuring out how to balance that and like letting myself rest is such a weird thing for me and something that I struggle with. So I think I haven't done the best job at giving myself a chance to process things and, you know, take it as it is. But yeah, I think those are my wins and woes for the week. I love that. What, like, I, I'm so curious because I love your messaging and we've actually done, what was that? Like during the height of the pandemic, you and I had done a Instagram video on this, yeah. like the idea of moving away from working out, which can be a very toxic culture if we're, you know, mm-hmm. if we're being honest to the idea of movement. And I think a, a big thing that I hear from single moms, um, is I don't have time like you. And I get that because I, you know, you're, you're strapped, you're, you're playing two roles. You are, you, you really do have a lot less time than, you know, the average nuclear family does. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? And, and what would you say to the woman that is walking through this and say, but is, 
is not giving herself permission to, to, to provide self-care. Cause knowing that, you know, we know like you know, that idea of like the movement. So like, talk to me if I was that, that woman and I hadn't yet con- you know, gotten on board with this idea of like movements better than just like, you know, getting a, a 20 minute weight lift workout or something. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think that what was super helpful to me at the beginning Um, like recovering from being a little bit of like an exercise addict in a way um, was that I needed to change my definition of what I needed to do every day. So I'm definitely the kind of person that likes to exercise, but I cannot do a Peloton style class or a CrossFit workout every single day and not destroy my body and my mental health. So I started thinking of it as I have to move my body every day. That's it that's where it starts. It's whatever movement I want to do. It doesn't have to be timed. It doesn't have to be anything. So it started being, I went for a walk today because I was super sore from the workout that I did yesterday. And that counts because in my head, I couldn't do like, I can't quit cold Turkey. I couldn't just be like, okay, I'm done being an exercise person. Like, no, I need to do something every day, but I'm just going to call it movement. So whatever that is, I dance around my kitchen when I'm making dinner. That's moving my body. And if you look at your stupid fitness tracker, it tells you that you moved your body too. So, I mean, we're not making this up, um, but just letting myself minimize what the expectation is. So I think that we all have this mindset that unless you're training for a marathon or going to a workout class and it has to be an hour long of you drenched in sweat, you didn't work out in quotes, like, no. And if you're a single, you are running around like a lunatic. <laughs> I, used to, I used to teach three-year-olds dance for an hour and I was exhausted after teaching one hour and I get to give them back. You have to keep them all the time. I can't imagine. <laughs> and that like playing with your kids, that counts. So I think you just need to change the expectation that no, you're not going to be able to do a crazy workout every single day. If that's something that you love to do, if you're someone like me that exercise truly makes you happy, then I 1000% want you to find time to schedule that so that you can do that. But you might have to switch up what that is. Maybe you're not going to be able to sign up for a class outside of your house, but Turn on a YouTube video for 45 minutes when they're asleep and that's what you're going to do one day. And then the next day when that doesn't work out, start doing some squats while you're folding laundry or run around with the kids for a little bit inside. I think we just need to change what it is. I remember I posted a workout during the pandemic and I remember Britt thinking it was like the funniest thing ever. I literally ran up and down my driveway for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Because I was like, the roads are a mess. It was like raining or something. I was like, I'm going to get hit by a car. I literally ran up and down my driveway for 20 minutes. And I was like, workout, check. Okay. And now, now I'm imagining single moms running up and down their driveway with their kids. And like, I'm talking to not maybe do it. Oh my gosh. And honestly, like (laughs) that would, the kids would be exhausted after that. Like that's such a good idea to like, you know, right before nap time or right before, you know, bath and bedtime, like go literally run up and down the driveway, get your movement in and put your kids to bed. 
Kids love movement too. I mean, if you watch your kid, like they dance around, they run, like that's what they want to do. They'll be happy to be with you. So even if it is just like, have you ever done a Tabata before? I have, yeah, yeah. So it's 20 seconds of work mm -hmm. and 10 seconds of rest. You can put a little timer on your phone. It literally to do one is like three minutes because of the way that it, the timer works out. You could turn it into like red light, green light with your kids. Like, okay, when the thing goes, we get to run around and then we have to stop for 10 seconds. And mm -hmm. that kind of like hit workout is great for you. They have no mm -hmm. idea that they're working out with you <laughs> and you could be doing squats and push-ups every other round and you got a workout in and you're done. But so I, I think, think updating our expectation of what a workout yeah. is. I think one thing that as I'm hearing you talk, like I keep hearing in my brain, like the mindset shift, like I keep hearing, like my, I feel like that's like a common theme with what you're trying to tell people. It's less about like figuring out when you can work out, but more so changing your mindset. What obviously, you know, you had to go through your own mindset shift to get to that point of like from working out to movement. Like, what do you think, was it any books? Like what helped you switch that mindset? Cause it's not, you know, it's not something that happens like, you know overnight. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really just trusting your body. I mean, I think that was one of the biggest red flags for me was that not only was I not feeling great mentally, I wasn't feeling great physically either. So I think it's just really taking the shift from you need to do this, this, and this to mm -hmm. what does my body need? And I mean, mm -hmm. that's when I like, and I catch myself if I'm getting like crazy again, like, oh, I need to do a workout class tomorrow. I'm like, wait, like, how does my body feel? You beat yourself up yesterday. Maybe tomorrow's a walk day. And so I think it's just like shifting into not what everyone else thinks you need, but what you really mm -hmm. feel like you need. And that sometimes those needs are coming from completely different places. Like I can have a super stressful day at work where all day I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not going to do anything after work and that's okay. And then I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm really stressed out and I need to like throw some weights around. Like I'm going to a CrossFit class today. So I think <laughs> you need to like, or what makes you happy? Like, you know what? I'm in a bad mood. I need to dance around my kitchen right now. Yeah. So I think it's just like shifting into like a more internal, like listen to that voice, listen mm. to how you physically feel and how you mentally feel and go from there with no expectation. How would you, how would you suggest, or how would you encourage someone to check in with their body physically? Cause you know, we've talked about mental, you know, we've mm -hmm. talked about mentally, like checking in with yourself and that kind of stuff. What, is there anything specific that you have done or is it just kind of like a, a almost like a meditative state you know what would you suggest for that I mean I think it can be from a place of like you know thinking of even muscle groups like okay yesterday I went really hard on this muscle group I need to give it a break or you know what I haven't done a cardio workout in a little while I got to figure out something that's like that I mean, I definitely think I come from a place of someone who's a little bit obsessed with fitness. So I'm looking <laughs> at it very much from like what my body physically needs, but I think it's just like taking a second to check in with your thoughts, check in with where you're at think. And like, even as simple as thinking about your schedule, like why would you stress yourself out trying to cram something in that number one, you don't like, and number two, you don't have time for like, yeah. 
change it up. Like, okay, today I don't have as much time as I do tomorrow. I'm going to save that for tomorrow. And today I'm just going to do something for five minutes. So I think it's just like a collective, like looking at your entire life and just, this is a part of it. It doesn't need to be a crazy focus, but I think allowing it to be a bigger portion of your life, you feel better all around. So true. It is so true. (laughs) That's absolutely true. I mean, I know myself, like I'm just starting to get into like the, the working out again. I mean, I haven't been working out consistently in forever. And like, it's, it is, it's like a mind game. I find myself like, if you're not mindful of your inner voice, it can turn dark really easily. And then that, like, I find like, if you, I call it circling the shame drain, but like, once you start circling that shame drain, like the, the, you're not being very nice to yourself in the inside of your head. So the likelihood of you wanting to provide yourself with self-care is pretty slim to none. And that becomes a snowball effect when you're not filling up your own cup and you're not caring for yourself. Like you, it, it snowballs into the rest of your life, whether you realize it or not. Um, and, and I think it's just such a great message that you just be mindful, check in with your body and listen to your intuition um, is, is, it's such a great message. Thank you for that. I mean, sometimes, yeah, there's going to be days where you're like, oh, I really don't want to, but you also need to play into remembering. I know you say this all the time that you feel so good after Mm -hmm. still, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that if you catch yourself every time you get on that bike and you don't like the bike, then stop riding the bike. (laughs) Like it's okay. I just feel (laughs) into like, Exactly. Are you talking to me because I hate the well, bike? Well, every time you say that you hate getting on the devil bike, I'm like, maybe she doesn't need to be riding the bike. Oh, I know. I know. You know what? Help me out. Here's the thing. This is what I want to do. You're a dancer. I want to do adult dancing classes. Where can I go? Why don't they have a lot of them? Like, there are some places. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a place by me I know that has some like dance fitness classes. Now, see, I'm not the biggest fan because to me, I'm like dance is not fitness. It's like my fun artistic thing that I like. Right, to do. right. But they do exist. I will help you find some. But no, I mean, yeah. I'm also a huge proponent of literally try anything. I know everyone feels like, oh, I look so silly. If I'm like, I've never done this before. Like, no, nobody's paying attention. They're not. And if they are, they're not doing it right either. Because you should be paying attention to what you're doing. But you will find so, there's literally so many different things. I've tried them all. You will find something that works for you. And I mean, maybe you only have time to do that once a month or once a week or, you know, whatever with your schedule, then it's like a fun treat. I mean, fitness classes are expensive. Like we can't ignore that either. But if you find a place and you're like, I love this, I'm treating myself to this twice a month, then you go buy that 10 pack punch card and you put that on your schedule so that you don't miss out on that one hour awesome class that those little tiny workouts that you do throughout the month build you up to there. Like it can look different than what we picture everyone else doing. You don't have to decide I'm a marathon runner or I'm a Peloton crazy person or I'm a CrossFitter. Like, okay, maybe you go to a dance fitness class two times a month and every other day in between you're doing weird stuff in the backyard with your kids and that's A-okay. 
I love the message that you're sharing because it's just gives permission for mm -hmm. us, for our listeners to do what works for us and what we enjoy. And I think that's something that single moms need to hear, honestly, because that's something mm -hmm. that I have struggled with in the past with fitness, with, you know, food, with so many different areas with my job. Like, you know, there's been these moments where feeling like you're supposed to do something or even as single moms, like we compare ourselves to a, you know, quote unquote, normal family, you know? And it so it's so like hard for even <laughs> them to do it. So how yeah. the heck are you supposed to do it? I mean, yep. it's a, it's a, I'm a single human and it's difficult <laughs> for me to find time to do all of the things that I want to do. So I can't imagine trying to do it with juggling everything else. And so also don't be afraid to ask for help. If anyone asked me to watch their kid so that they could go work out, I would 1000% want to do it because I know oh, I how important that. that is to me. Yeah. So find your friends that are obsessed with those weird things like me and they will be <laughs> like 1000%. I will watch your kid so that you can go get the workout high that I look for every single day. So I think that, uh, I think that you are going to be so valuable for people because I know myself, I love following your stories. Like when you post the like workouts, cause they are so simple and that's what I need more of in my life. So our view, our viewers, our listeners, <laughs> I say viewers guys, if you're listening, cause we're on zoom. So we see each other, but our listeners, um, those that are listening right now, uh, if they need that too, in their lives, where can they find you? Um, you know, outside of this podcast. So I am Mac Holmes on Instagram, even though no one calls me Mac in real life, but that <laughs> is my <laughs> Instagram handle. That's where I pretty much do all the things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love moving my body and I wish that everyone could finally find the things that make them happy to do that. It should never feel like a punishing, awful thing. And it shouldn't mm -hmm. be something that you desperately don't want to do. So anything that I can do to help people figure that out, I'm happy to help. So don't be afraid to like literally message me and be like, Mackenzie, I don't know what to do today. And I'll be like, do five squats. You're fine. You should come. We should have, we should have her put together something that we could share in the show notes. Maybe like a simple, like at home, like, I don't know, movement, yeah. get your body moving yeah. or something. Let's yeah. That would be a great yeah. idea because we love, we love having, you know, a tangible resource of some kind for our listeners. So I think that would be awesome. I think you guys would love that because the, part of the issue for me with movement has always been creativity, like feeling like mm -hmm. this is how you work out and that's it. And if I don't have 30 minutes to whatever, then I'm not going to do it. So I think that would be amazing. All right. We can definitely do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, and Mackenzie, is there any kind of other message that you want to want to share or anything before we kind of wrap it up? Um, I mean, I think you should all just be incredibly proud of everything that you're doing. You too, especially because I'm so glad that you no, guys are doing you. this, but, you. but life is hard for everyone. And I just wish that we were all a little bit more accepting of the fact that mm. normal doesn't exist for anyone. Um, and I mm. think that that's why your podcast has resonated so much for me. And I think that, you know, everyone needs to hear that stuff is hard and it's not going to be this picture perfect thing that everyone puts in our face all day long. So 
have a little grace with yourself. We're all just trying to figure it out and don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Because I think there's more random social media cheerleaders like me and Britt out there <laughs> that, you know, you don't know about unless you reach out for it. So don't be afraid to, you know, talk to your friends, even if they're not single moms, like <laughs> I have no problem talking about that. So, you know, just there's more help out there than you realize. I love that. I love that. Well, I think that puts a bow on things nicely. So I will, you know, just want to thank you again for coming on Mackenzie and uh, listeners. I hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you later. And listen, before we sign off, I just want to say Mackenzie had said that a lot of our episodes have resonated with her. And if that is you too, you too, and you're sitting there saying, oh my God, I resonate with this episode, whatever. Share that, share that with somebody in your life, because that's what community is all about. It's about sharing, it's about shared experiences and wanting to help others through our shared experiences. And it also helps our community grow and it it makes us more effective in what we're trying to do. We are trying to smash the stigma stench when it comes to single motherhood and divorce. And you're helping us by sharing this uh, podcast with others. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for that reminder, Britt, because it's true. We need, we need everyone's support to continue this message and help. Like, share, review, all the good things. We appreciate you. (laughs) All right. Well, good chatting with you guys and we'll see you next week. Take care.